Welcome to a brand new episode of Talley Talk, episode number 177, and I am Casey. And this is Chris. And, hey, we got a new episode. Uh, <laughs> we got a lot of geeky stuff that's happened recently. Um, and before we get into it, what are we geeking out on? Uh, Chris, you, what are you geeking out on, man? Geeking out on a lot of TV right now. Um, I just finished Doom Patrol last night, and I really enjoyed this season. Um, and so tonight my goal is to finish Stargirl because I have two episodes left. So I'd like to get all my DC shows out of the way. Um, for gaming, uh, I've been playing, I played the Avengers beta, which we'll talk about shortly, and I loved it. Uh, and, you know, just, um, plugging away at, you know, at, uh, Assassin's Creed still and, uh, Animal Crossing, the regulars. Oh, right. <laughs> and I've been lo- actually I've been watching a lot of uh, He-Man and the Master of the Universe uh, PowerCon this past weekend. Kind of got me excited, and um, with you know Revelations coming up, uh, I like to re uh, rewatch the show and have it with fresher mind. And um, you know, my wife wants to watch it because I don't think she remembers them or watched most of them. So we're having a good time. Are you gonna watch? all of it like the old one and the 2000s one uh definitely the old one i just i gotta find out how to get i find out how to get the 2000s ones the the adventures of he-man is now on youtube uh which is all not premium but i i signed up for the three-month trial so Mm -hmm. i have all that content for for my viewing pleasures Mm, excellent uh, yeah, you know, as far as He-Man goes, you know, I got my Skeletor, I've got a Battle Cat, um, coming. You know, uh, Chris Seaver over at Warlock Home Video, or It Crap from the 80s, rather, he was asking me about doing a He-Man episode, and I was like, I'll be honest with you, man, I just, I don't know it anymore. I used to be a huge He-Man fan when I was a kid, like, that was all I had, and, then He-Man, really, in 1986, went away until the 2000s. And I bought a bunch of those toys, and I watched that show. But like then here we are like 20 years later almost. So He-Man, I, it kind of boggles my mind that it's such a fresh franchise. <laughs> because what have you been living on? The fumes of toys, in my opinion. <laughs> I said this today to my wife. I said my earliest memories are He-Man. Yeah. This is before Star Wars. Yeah. And so I feel it does have more of an impression on me because that was my get up and look at the the boob tube. It was like that, you know, those old TVs and I can just, I still picture it. So, and the toys and everything, I was so immersed in it. It was just, I mean, we were that, that crazy impressionable age. So I understand why it has such nostalgic value to the people who are really involved in it. And it also has had its, you know, um, it's, it's, it's reach on other generations as well, which I love because now uh, we'll, we'll talk about this later, the power con toy reveals a lot more stuff for kids. And so aiming yeah. at that new generation. Hey, I, I guess I say it to, I'm trying to recapture that mm-hmm. feeling and, um, you know, I got my Skeletor and I, I felt it, you know, I was like, oh, wow. Okay. I, re- I remember this. I felt the power. So when I get Panther, I know I'm going to, you know, and I'll get the flocked edition 
I gotta get that flock on there, or else I'll die. I I've never, I've never stopped pursuing the He-Man plastic since I, I was a child. It's so it's never, it's never died. Uh, yes, and here and everywhere um, in Eternia multiverse. So, yes, well, uh, we have lots of stuff to talk about, including yeah, yeah, more yeah. He-Man stuff. So, uh, yeah, uh, let me bring up. Uh, let's talk about. Are you? What are you geeking out about? <laughs> yeah, that He-Man toy. Um, <laughs> That's it. Yeah. All so <laughs> let's go to let's go to events. <laughs> uh, New York City Comic Con has been canceled. It's moving online. Uh, different uh, company, Read Pop, is handling it as opposed to whoever handles New York Com- or uh, San Diego Comic Con if it's its own thing. Read Pop is more organized, um, just period. So I'm hoping it's, much, it's not as much of a shit show as people said San Diego is. Um, New York City Comic Con is really geared more towards television than movie stuff. But, you know, as we talked about and as we will talk about uh, even in this episode, like these companies are moving away from these Comic-Cons, especially with the online thing. So, you know, uh, how's it going to look? How's it going to go? Is it going to be cool? It was nice about this PowerCon thing because it was Zoom. You could interact with the people doing the meetings. It could I don't know how many people could fit in the Zoom room, um, but it seemed to be as successful as it could be under the circumstances. And, um, you know, Wizard World, which I, I think is its own, right? It's not Read Pop, Wizard. It's um, its own thing, yep. So, you know, they've been doing their things, and they seem to be successful with their, uh, with their Zoom meetings, and you pay for them, but maybe that's the difference. Don't do it free. Pay for it. I Well, they, are, they have the free parts of those and then you can pay for premium things with right. that, like private one-on-one with the stars so they have a really good premium feature to it um it's so funny because like i just looked today at one of the things was like oh general hospital it was, so they're just going Finally. across the board you know so that, that's them grasping at straws no that's <laughs> the thing about like that's generations of tv it watchers is, it's like it's the original serials no, who are we to judge People are hey, geeking I'm out fine of. with people having a <laughs> general hospital con. That's fine to me. Have a whole soap opera con. I think that actually makes sense. It's just, you know, we talk about it. it's pop culture con. It's bullshit. Um, so oh, wait, I do want to say though. Yeah, yeah. The sorry. one thing they should learn from San Diego is um, to definitely highlight the artists and do some kind of artist alley. That's <laughs> that's it. Oh, shit. Do Which they do good job at New York City Comic Con. So I, I do hope they they do utilize that. All right. Let's go over to uh, Marvel Movie TV News. Uh, Black Widow, uh, possibly, maybe, though it kind of got shot down as far as uh, going to um, Disney+. Plus. Uh, the CEO of Disney says no. Uh, that was a Mulan thing. I guess we can skip the Mulan quote. But, you know, Mulan's going to go over to Disney Plus for $30 as like a one-off thing on top of what you pay for. Uh, Black Widow... That was kind of a question. Is that going to happen? Uh, no, it's not. So what does that mean for Black Widow? I don't know. It means it's probably going to happen eventually, but they don't want to get everybody like, oh, it's coming to, to Disney+. Plus. They got to wait and see what happens with the status of the world, I feel. In terms of um, this, this, this paying this premium price, I would, we've been talking about this since before 
before COVID, you know, it's it's also the, the way that maybe they should look at how uh, how people are spending money. I mean, yes, big movies are making money in theaters, so they belong there. But maybe in these other movies that are struggling, yeah, they thought about maybe bringing down the prices at one point for those movies and charging more for blockbusters. But I like this. People have these home theater systems, and you got to you pay this price, and your whole family can watch it. I always loved that concept. Yeah, I mean, uh, Chris has got a whole, literally, a theater in his in his basement, and you know, Bill and Ted is doing the same thing. It's in very limited theaters, and it's coming out on video on demand uh, for ten, twenty bucks. You know, he's gonna get it day one, of course. You know, so, and I will probably too. Uh, it, it's hard, you know, with the Marvel movies. I, I don't know what they're gonna do, but hopefully, they get it figured out next year rumor rumor uh the mcu is eyeing joel kinnaman as craven um you know craven's one of those people who has been kind of tossed around as a name for the sony spider-verse um how would it play into the mcu i'm gonna be quite honest with you and i was actually talking about chris on it crap from the 80s I really am not excited about any movie news. I really don't care. Because of the state of the world, I don't know when these movies are coming out. That used to be my thing with Weekend Roundup and everything else. If you guys follow don'tforgettotowel.com, you know, I was mostly writing about the movie stuff. I just don't care anymore because it just, it means nothing. <laughs> I feel the same way about like a lot of these home releases. It's just, um, if they don't find a new way to do it, um, a, there's not a lot, like, we're going to hit a point where there were no movies in theaters, so there's not going to be anything coming out on disc or digital, except for stuff that's straight to to that uh, format. And then it's me like, all right, things are worse, so we got to start putting all the movies on on demand. So it's, it is it, it is a mess. So I I feel for you. I feel well, it's, exactly it's not same. even that, too, Chris. It's also, they can't physically shoot these movies. I know. Like, that, that's why I mean, like, we can't even it bleeds see through movies. <laughs> right, exactly. It's bleeding. We can't see anything. Yeah. Except animation. Which is Unless, beautiful. like, yeah, animation or uh, if they, um, you know, Netflix has seemed to pick up a backlog of stuff. They shoot so much nonstop that they are being very strategic. I mean, Power, uh, what is that show? That movie just came out today, I think. Is it out? Yeah, the, the Jamie the Fox. Power pill or whatever. Yeah, Power, power Man. Pill. Uh, that's out. So, um, you know, they, they seem to have a good idea as far as shooting things nonstop, and they have a backlog of stuff. But, yeah, these, these companies are going to reach a point where, unless you shoot everything in New Zealand. <laughs> We're like, seeing the same thing, buddy. Oh, New Zealand just had a case today. I, I First in over that. 100 days. So yeah, it's, I, yeah. even the hobbits aren't safe anymore. Um, so going back, sorry guys, po- you know, out, out of the pandemic, um, cause we are in the pandemic, uh, Joel Kinnaman is Craven. Do you like the idea or not? I do. Okay. I would deal with it. I like Joel Kinnaman. <laughs> deal with it. <laughs> but I just don't know how that would really fit into everything. I want to see them going bigger. I want to see Norman Osborn, unless you're having like blade fight craven the hunter and we're having like this really obscure phase five i don't know but i'm waiting for those x-men i don't even right. care about craven the hunter right gives a crap there you go. uh and then i guess 
it's Marvel still, but video game news specifically. Um, Spider-Man is coming to the PS4 for the Marvel's Avengers video game. It's a PS4 exclusive, uh, which has pissed off people who don't own PS4. <laughs> Everyone who has a PS4 does not care and is very excited. Um, do I think it's a bit of a dick move? Yeah, I kind of do. But it's not my problem because I'm pretty much PS4 for life. Um, yeah, sorry. You're also going to play Sony's Spider-Man game either. So, Which is a reason to buy a PS4. Right. I mean, the game is amazing. So, Isn't it on PC, though? I don't know. And that's Maybe. the thing. It probably Maybe. eventually will get over there, you know, just not right now. People are like, oh, I'm not, I don't want to play this game. It looks like garbage. Oh, wait, Spider-Man's only on PS4? God damn it. Yeah. So I um, I loved the beta. I had a great time. Um, I love reading uh, the thing, you know, the articles that say that it's the, the real game is not going to be anything like it. It's going to look better constant updates um i loved what i played i know there's like a lot of complaints about session making uh we gotta try that out still you and i uh but you know i i i was i had goosebumps at times playing as thor i loved playing as hulk and um yeah i got it was awesome i, I love that game yeah i uh i didn't play it too much because a i have a kid and b i actually didn't want to ruin too much either um because I'm going to have to replay it, and I don't like that when that happens. So I was like, eh, why do I want to waste my time spending four hours on this? But that Jeez. being said... I will say to you this. Yeah. Um, there's only a certain amount that's actually like storyline-based. And then once you get to the part where it's like um, the war table, the yeah. full war table, you can do these one-off missions for the for the game. So it's a little bit more of an open world like not spoiling it's just like here try these characters and yeah man it's awesome yeah i will um it's good times play mean, this weekend yeah that would actually be good to play that sure. this weekend all right let's go over to dc Oof. so we're gonna start out with the bad news and go to the good news the bad news is last night uh we're recording this on the 11th of august last night on the 10th there was a bloodbath straight straight up. They laid off uh, specifically AT&T, which then owns Warner Media, uh, laid off so many people, which includes DC. Uh, and then we lost, you know, uh, I guess we can talk about this now. We lost one of our big uh, friends, DC Collectibles. Uh, completely gone. Yeah. Maybe that's because, you know, McFarlane now has some of the toys and... Mayfax and some other companies have part of the toys, but um, no names have come out on the comic side of things. Jim Lee still has a job. I would assume Jeff Johns still has a job because he does more TV and movie stuff, but still, overall, DC got gutted. Yeah, it's 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 a mess. Uh, you see a lot of a lot of people, you know, working in the business, outreach outreaching today. To, yeah, worked with or you know, yeah. it's it's crazy uh you know we're we're in an unprecedented time things like this um are gonna happen now it's you know i don't want to say this but it's it's it, it would probably get worse so um it's we lost you know a company that was you know dc collectibles hit me the most 
Um, yeah. And 22 years of you know DC Direct or DC Collectibles, they went back to DC Direct. They do have a Warner Brothers like collectible thing, which they might bring people into. I hope like someone like Jim Fletcher and his team have you know jobs still. Saying. You know, I love that guy so much, and it's um, you know it's tough because. These people that have like influenced you and and been like we met him and and he's and he was always so welcoming you know and that's like probably the closest person we know that probably got his job affected and it's it's in a company that I I personally love a lot it's hard to you know try to come to terms with what may be happening you know what what the real direction is when these big corporate entities play and pull the strings so I you know I I, I hope the best for everybody that got affected and I hope that you know you know that things work out yeah me too so. me too so I, I you know anyone dc related uh our our geeky prayers go out to you and we hope everything's shakes out okay um so going off of that <laughs> we got dc fandom next week um and you know they revealed a, a mega guest list like pretty much anyone who's ever been on DC, had anything to do with the movies, the, the toys, the video games, TV, etc., is going to be a part of this event, which is crazy um, and cool, but I don't know how, it, you know, walking into that room and having a smile on your face when probably a lot of people you know just got fired straight up, because it, it was a lot of executives, like heads of creative whatnot, you know what I mean? Like, so... That's that's the hard part of it, and um, who knows, man? I don't know what's gonna happen. Yeah, it's it's it was all kind of precedented by um, by Dan Didio's departure, right? Mm-hmm. So I always feel like that had a lot to do with maybe what they were gonna ask him to do, what they you know, and I'm sure that was it. So um, whatever. Um, I hope Fandom goes well for. DC and the people that are involved and the creative, you know, teams that put a lot of work into it. Um, I'm excited for it, but like you said, this casts a really big shadow. Um, I do have some speculation about it. I don't have to share that now. You guys can go over to Don't Forget to Tell and read about it. Yep. Yeah, I love that website, man. All right, so... <laughs> uh, Toonami <clears throat> is getting a, um, a Batman return to the block. So they're going to play a lot of the DC animated movies, including Batman Year One, Gotham Knight, and the uh, sorry, the Dark Knight Returns Part One and Two. So that starts on the 15th. Not sure when you're listening to this, um, as well as on the 22nd. Um, so if you haven't seen any of these DC animated movies and you've been waiting for it, uh, this is a good time to catch up. Though Batman Gotham Knight sucks, so you can avoid that one. Uh, what the the, the- the anthology tales dude there's like one maybe two <laughs> that are good ah whatever yeah. whatever it's, it's definitely it's, i remember at that time when they were it, firing out on all cylinders and that one just kind of went in me uh so anyway let's go back to batwoman uh the show that no one cares about um season two they cast the whisper as a villain um I don't know, you know, I don't know who this character is, to be honest with you. Yeah, they haven't even picked an actress for okay. it. That's it. All right. The Whisper's coming. Whisper's coming. 
Uh, Will you watch former it? agent of Raza Ghoul, which Ooh. gives her the ability to be immortal as well as shapeshift. Cool. That sounds cooler than the main character. Kind of kind of cool. All right. Coming to Batwoman, if you're a fan. In news I care about, Suicide Squad, Rocksteady Games. Um, so we haven't heard anything from Rocksteady in some time since the Batman VR game. Um, but the real game has been Batman Arkham Knight, which is like six years ago, I think, at this point, five or six years. Um, so they teased us uh, an image of a target or on uh, Superman or Bizarro, because when you really zoom in on that photo, you don't quite know. It kind of, it, to me, it almost looks like a Superman that's been affected by something. And that's why they got to take him down and maybe the whole justice league i don't know but anyway are you excited about this rocksteady games doing a suicide squad i think you can answer that question but i will (laughs) just for the fans out there um you're damn straight i am um i love the suicide squad um i i came up with the hashtag shoot the seven this week uh so be sure to check that out on social media. Um, but no, I um, I agree with you. That poster of Superman is definitely something's going on there. Uh, I would I didn't think of Bizarro, and I actually liked that idea a lot. But I do feel that they would be like, oh, it's just a certain kryptonite causing all this kind of trouble. So um, yeah, we've been waiting for a team game. I think that this is a good way to enter that uh, with more of a grounded team with some superpowers and then you can develop an all-out justice league game from there so we'll see right here's the thing we're gonna play it you know <laughs> we're gonna buy one. probably day one yeah so you know the 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 whole all that arkham series even though i know wb montreal does origins i own them all and i love them all uh so i'm excited and then finally injustice 3 uh possibly got teased uh including the watchman from our good friend <laughs> boss logic everybody's good friend boss logic yeah exactly. boss logic rocks um yeah he's done a lot of he's been doing official stuff lately uh so this is kind of speculation but with dc fandom coming and then encompassing all properties <sighs> I'm ready for Injustice 3, and I would love to play as Rorschach or Owlman. I, that's on you, man. I'm sure it'll be sweet. I just Those don't, games are awesome. Yeah, I don't play those games, but um, will it come? Will it happen? Will it team up with, who is it, Tom Taylor is doing? Did we write that down? I think it's on the list, right? Yep, Tom Taylor, you know, has written the comic based on the game, so yep. And created an entire world from there. So he's correct. Uh, <clears throat> That's what I mean. Yeah. So I'm sure, you know, if there are, if there is news that's coming during the Fando. Yeah, for sure. All right. Take us to a galaxy away from all this. <laughs> so far, far away. Um, yeah. So we've been waiting because uh, Vader Mortal was exclusive to Oculus for a very long time. So the VR game is finally coming to. Uh, PlayStation VR on August 25th, so you can own it. I can't own it yet, <laughs> so I can't <laughs> wait to play it. I've played uh, episodes one and two. Uh, I have a friend who has Oculus. Um, they were fun. They were great, actually. 
so I need to complete the trilogy. Um, so, you know, I think it's all three of them together instead of separate ish, uh, entries like the Oculus was. So I'll probably just buy it just so I can have it. I mean, even just going into the dojo uh, in, in fighting droids and stuff is badass. I mean, it's the closest that you're going to get outside of the Oasis uh, to being Vader. Yeah, I'm just excited that it, it's not exclusive anymore and that, you know, with the Galaxy's Edge game coming out. Um, yeah. So it's next to my list after I buy PS5. So, uh, yeah, that's I can't wait. There you go. Uh, so next up, we have another audiobook, uh, Star Wars audiobook coming out soon. It's called The Clone Wars Stories of Light and Dark. And so what it is is they've reunited a lot of the original cast. Um, and so they're going to be Basically, it's a lot of retelling of uh, the stories that came from the Clone Wars. Uh, there is one original story dealing with the Sisters of Dathomir, so that's cool. But you know, I love I love Star Wars audiobooks, and it's gonna be, each chapter will be read by a different actor, um, so it'll be more you know influenced in their character. And so this is something I'll probably definitely check out. Okay, so they're just retellings of episodes. Mm-hmm. That's stupid. All right, whatever. I uh, have zero interest in that because I can just watch the episodes. So mm-hmm. uh, good luck for anyone who wants to listen to those. I can just play it on my TV and just not watch it, I guess. Cool. Great. <laughs> What's next? Uh, the casting and Andor show has added Good Omen star, uh, Adria Arjona. Uh, so no word on who she's playing. It is a, I guess it is a mystery casting. So whenever this show gets underway, uh, who knows? Because, um, you know, Diego Luna says the other day he's in no rush to get started. So um, <laughs> who knows what the status of that show is? But they're I think casting. She's playing Leia, right? <laughs> no, no, because I think that's being played by a mannequin, which they'll put the CGI likeness of Carrie Fisher over. Okay. All right. Mm. Perfect. Yep. <laughs> Huh. So that's that's it on Star Wars news, as you said, uh, and we covered. There's a lot of things happening, but guess what? Only two more months until the Mandalorian comes back. So thank the gods, thank the Mortis gods. Seriously, man. God. Um, all right, let's jump over to comics. Uh, DC news: The Dark Multiverse Tales. Uh, my God, I love those. They were. You know, from Scott Snyder and Greg Capullo's dark multiverse, those weird worlds that are out there, um, they decided to retell stories from DC's past, and they were really cool. I bought the graphic novel, and it's it's neat because they'll do that story, and then in the back they'll put all the original stories, or one issue from the from the run or something, whatever was they were emulating. And so I I just thought they were like very cool, different. Uh, Elseworld tales of what what could have happened what happened in these other multiverses. Um, but there are two more coming our way. Uh, one is Flashpoint and one is Hush, and that's this November. Yeah, these are so cool sounding. Uh, very excited to read these. So yeah, this is uh, is badass. I can't wait for this. Absolutely, and um, Tom Taylor. We just were talking about him, um, but. His comic, Seven Secrets, is 
sitting records at Boom Studios right now as the fastest selling IP comic in their history. And so this, um, the first issue is already sold out before its release. Um, and when I went to order it, everything was limited to one. So it's, it's, everybody's on it. Um, I suggest if you can get it, pick it up. Um, let me read a little bit about it to you guys. For centuries, the order has trusted in keepers and holders to guard the secrets in seven briefcases against all harm. But when their stronghold is attacked and the secrets put in peril, the entire order must face their greatest fear. An enemy who knows too much and is willing to kill to get what he wants. Now the order's newest member, Kaspar, must discover the truth of the secrets before the enemy does or risk losing everything. Epic. Yeah, it's very curious as to why this particular comic is so popular. I, I don't get it. Um, I think that Tom Taylor's fan base has expen- exponentially grown through not only Injustice, but Deceased. Deceased, Deceased is amazing. It's, it's so much of a surprise. Yeah. And the fact that and now he's on Suicide Squad. Right. So he's, work, he's working his way up to the top. He's going to be, he is already, in my eyes, one of the main guys. And I love that he's doing these other books. But what can he do with a main, main title? I don't know. Mm-hmm. But maybe it's better to keep him on some stuff that is more, uh, you know, he can he can swing his, his methods too. Right. Yeah, no, um, like you said, it comes out tomorrow if you're listening to this. (laughs) If you're listening to this, well, I don't know when I'm putting it out. But if you haven't, go to your comic book store and get it, uh, or else you're not going to be able to. (laughs) Uh, Next up, uh, Strogel Simpson, uh, country music rock star extraordinaire, I guess, um, is... His Sound of Fury um, album uh, is pretty awesome. And he also did a Netflix uh, animated, um, I guess it would be music video compilation movie uh, with the artists from Afro Cowboy, I believe it is. Um, Afro Samurai. Afro Samurai, thank you. <laughs> that's like Dr. Cow- Cowboy from Doom Patrol last night. I think that's where I'm con- <laughs> mixing it up. But um, the graphic novel, which has been teased uh, by Jason Aaron, uh, also with Takashi uh, Okazaki, which is, uh, you know, he's the artist from um, Afro Samurai and more. Uh, so this this is due out 1117. Uh, there is a, a, a special edition right now. I don't know if, you know, it was available this morning. I think it's like limited to a thousand with like a bunch of signatures, like everybody signed it and you get some original artwork and stuff. But that's, it's, it's pretty cool. Um, this is going to tell the tale of the events that led up to uh, what you see on the Netflix film. And, yeah. And the music. Yeah, so it's... You got a $20 version, and then there's a $100 version. Yeah, um, yeah it looks pretty badass, and a lot of the the visual album, you know, people who worked on Batman Ninja, uh, as you said, Afro Samurai, uh, the Animatrix, you know, a lot of good uh, Tokyo Ghoul. A lot of good stuff there. Absolutely, absolutely. And then um, finally, in comic book news, I, I wanted to bring this up because um, I want to share a lot of these these fan experiences with people and give people 
stuff to do while they're stuck inside or you know it's it, it is it is hard right now if you're doing the right thing to you know kind of find your way or find things to keep you entertained so um there's something called uh hero initiative pro fan experiences and so um people like greg rucka um bendis um also matt wagner jason aaron annie smith and more um they're teaching these classes um where uh a, the proceeds are going to, uh, you know, to help comic book creators in medical or financial need, which is probably, you know, really good at this time. Um, mm-hmm. But Bendis is returning for his fourth semester at this point. Um, and so this has been going on. So these are kind of, I, I would say they're like master classes, right? And I just, I, I love this because I, I feel that people can be very creative. Um, it's hard to find that outlet sometimes. But now when you have the time on your hands, it's a good time to kind of look inside and, and, and just, um, you know, have some fun. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, we've talked about it before on the cast and it just seems like such a cool, cool time there. So, um, very important to help out other comic book creators. Very important. Just time just to, to learn. Like you said, keep yourself off of being completely bored out of your mind. (laughs) Yeah. And with that, we have some luscious commercials for you. From the far reaches of the galaxy to an internet location near you, we're Don'tForgetATowel.com, your daily source for geeky pop culture news, reviews, interviews, and so much more. So as you're hitchhiking your way through the universe, don't forget to travel safe, and don't forget a towel. Fat Comics is the publishing branch of Don'tForgetATowel.com, the only place to travel geekly. Focusing on creator-owned and independent titles like Hollowed, Pursuit of Plastic, and Fairy, and many more. DFAT Comics will be a mix of genres appealing to every kind of reader. Join the new source of comic book entertainment with DFAT Comics. We are back after those sexy-ass commercials. So, first things first, crowdsourcery. Uh, This is where we highlight things that are going on in the Kickstarter, Indiegogo, GoFundMe world uh, that look cool to us, specifically. Um, First thing is, where is my body? It has eight days to go as of the recording of this video. Uh, It is a Game Boy game, (laughs) Uh, which I don't know if you guys have seen these things out in the wild, but people still make video games for Genesis and Super Nintendo, Game Boy, etc. The reason I highlighted this one is because it's like a a hand that runs around, like Cousin cousin It, (laughs) the game. Uh, It's already made $20,000 out of its $4,000 goal, so it's there, but, you know, tons of rewards to take a look at. And if you ever dreamt about playing a disembodied hand... This is the game for you. <laughs> um, yeah, I that was my that was my dream. Oh, sorry, it's Thing T Thing. That's that's from the Adams family. Okay, Thing. That's yeah, it cousin, it's the one with the hair. Yeah, yes. right. Yes. Uh, so why not? I'm, I do I own a Game Boy still? No, unfortunately, it was my very first game system. Actually, yeah, it's so so random. All right, so that's out there. It's making a lot of money. It's doing good. 
And then uh, finally, over at um, uh, Bezier Games, Ultimate Werewolf Extreme. I have uh, actually gotten uh, One Night Ultimate Werewolf as well as One Night Ultimate Alien from them. Uh, this is a kind of a new version and update to to those games. Uh, they're very fun party games. Um, you can buy the other versions out and about everywhere at this point. But this is a this is a whole new one. It looks pretty badass. They even use an app and everything with that. So it's super fun. Uh, they've got 23 to go. Uh, th- 23 days to go. It got funded in 18 minutes. $153,000 on a $10,000 goal. So um, I'm going to get in on this one because, again, like I said, I've got the other a couple of the other versions of the game. Always have a good time with these. So uh, excited for that. So is it a digital um, mechanic? No, physical card game. No, I know. Oh, sorry, with digital, an app? Yeah, you download an app, and like that's kind of what gives you the rules and all that. So, I mean, it's really... Really, really smart. <laughs> I like it in the old world. I do feel that games should start to think about these digital components more yep. or how to play it online with your friends. So yep. I'm not saying anything negative. I'm just saying this is something maybe to consider, you know. Wow. Nowadays, so. yeah. I mean if you're not if you're not doing it, then you're that's it. Um so anyway, that's out and check it out all right so let's get on over to tv news uh first things first actually a trailer came out today there's a new ren stimpy uh that's coming out for comedy central um i haven't had a chance to watch the trailer it literally came out like right before we started recording today but i've always been a really big ren stimpy fan so i uh i'm excited to see this new interpretation of these of these characters yeah, all these uh, cartoons you grew up are coming back again. Beefs and Butthead, Ren and Stimpy, and Animaniacs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love that show. Um, it's insane because I, everything I read, like just because it's nostalgic, like Looney Tunes and New Fener, it's just, I loved that show growing up, and I it, it's kind of cool it's coming back. I'd like to see what's going to happen. Surprised it's not an HBO Go. <laughs> Animaniacs or uh, Max? Yeah, it's WB. Why is it on yeah. a Disney affiliate? Yeah, weird. It's going to Hulu uh, for that one. I don't. Yeah, you're right. I don't even understand why that is happening. But previous um, contracts is all I'm going to say. Yeah, that's maybe that will be true. Uh, so yeah, to your point, both of those things grew up with them. Um, we'll see, we'll see how they go. We'll probably end up watchable. Absolutely. Uh, Iceman, Sean Ashmore is coming to the boys, uh, season two, I believe. I don't know who this character, or actually, I apologize. I do know who this character is because I've read part of this. <laughs> I haven't seen Mr. Ashmore since that Kevin Bacon TV show I liked so much. Oh, the that cult show one? Called? Yeah. I don't remember. Yep. I like that show. Yeah. Um, he plays Lamplighter, who is a big 
he's a big character in the like uh, Green Lantern. No, that kind of character. No, he's just a just got a major role. That's okay. all. Yeah, I'm just uh, trying to connect the uh, ripoffs there. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that actually is a pretty good one. Um, any excitement for that? Yeah, I like Sean R. S. Ashmore. I also his brother's great too. Um, <laughs> yeah, his brother is good. Too. I can't remember what his what he's on, but yeah, he's good. You're right. Not as much as Sean. No. Definitely. Um, no, I love the boys. Can't freaking wait. Uh, when's that come back? September? Yep. Awesome. Yep. Very pumped for that. Awesome. Speaking of things coming back again, <laughs> McGruber uh, from SNL to the big screen and now back to the small screen. Uh, will Forte will reprise his role on uh, Peacock. I cannot believe that NBC actually read my email. That's it. Just it you. You're it was only... like it was 80 pages, man. 80. <laughs> um, and actually, you didn't write this down, but I will say this because I'm a huge fan. Say by the Bell released a new trailer <laughs> for for their show as well. <laughs> nice. Love me some Say by the Bell. So yeah, McGruber, Say by the Bell, Peacock is turning up everything. Um, very happy for that as well. Turn it up. <laughs> That's right. All right, let's move over to some movie news. Uh, first thing, John Wick uh, episodes four and five are getting shot, and they will be shot back to back. Well, at least we know he doesn't die in four then. That's what I was thinking. Not that you know <laughs> he's immortal, but again, as much as I'm excited about it and all these things that we're going to talk about, when are they shooting? Really, yeah. you know? At the same time, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> You know what I mean? Uh, which is what? 2022? 20, <laughs> Great. So, not, you know, I'm excited to a degree uh, for that. And um, that's it. Uh, Tron 3. We've gotten some actual big news for this. It is moving forward. Uh, Jared Leto is attached to Star as well as Produce. And it's going to be uh, director Gareth, or sorry, Garth. Davis is is set to uh, helmet. Um, Davis, he's not the choice that I would have thought. Uh, he shot Mary Magdalene and uh, Lion, <laughs> which are like two kind of like biopic movies. I, I don't know. Hey, whatever. If we're moving ahead with Tron, that's what I'm excited about. But sure. Apparently, he has a vision, so we got to go with that. As long as that vision includes Daft Punk, I'm in. That's honestly it. You know, do whatever you got to do. Just make sure the music's awesome again. I don't even know if I ever finished the second movie. I remember that soundtrack. I listen to that, I listen to that soundtrack today, actually. I fucking listen to it every week. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Uh, sorry, Noah Centino, he's working out for He-Man. He has confirmed that. Uh, he's getting his sweat on <laughs> to, to Eternia. Sweating to Eternia, I think, is what he called the workout routine. Uh, <laughs> you know. Stepping with She-Ra? Yeah, not, you know, nothing really 
newsworthy, but at the same time, he's doing it. You know, he's getting ready for the role. Is he, or is he getting ready for the Adam Smasher role? Or do either of those movies actually exist? I'm not sure anymore. So he's working out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know. He's doing he's doing that. <laughs> um, <clears throat> finally, in toy slash movie news, uh, Snake Eyes slash cartoon. Snake Eyes movie was supposed to come out this year, um, and it got pushed back to June 2021, which actually takes over the Micronauts slot that Hasbro did have, which we didn't even hear anything about. So, um, but yeah, sometime in June, Snake Eyes is coming out. Stop announcing shared universes unless you're going to go with it. <laughs> That's it. Stop giving people hope. Um, great. great. Um, yeah, you know, things that are been based around toy series or uh, <laughs> things that were made to sell toys. Excellent. Still living today because of us. Because of, of us. That's yeah. right. <laughs> Nostalgia. Exactly. All right, so let's jump over to gaming news. Um, speaking of nostalgia and things that were made to sell toys, we're back to Master of the Universe again uh, from the top of the stack, top of the show, when we totally geeked out about that. But there's a new RPG coming. Uh, it's called Legends of Skull. I spent an hour last night watching the playthrough uh, with the um, the beautiful Tiffany Smith. Uh, <laughs> And Felicia Day, and and uh, the guy that does that voice in, in Justice League. I forget his name, but I do like him. <laughs> so um, all of those people have actually, um, I believe they're going to be voicing characters on Master of the Universe Revelation. So they had them on uh, the playthrough, and uh, it was a lot of fun. Um, this game uh, will be, we've gotten a trailer, and so it's going to be uh, put out um, by... Cortex Prime rule system. Um, I'm sorry, with the Cortex Prime rule system. Um, and so when I watched it, you know, I, this is the first time I really got an RP, tabletop RPGs is with what we're doing with Star Wars right now, which is based on 5e. It was interesting to see different game mechanics um, and the way they did it. And as I just mentioned, games need to have this digital uh, mechanic now. And this one does, um, where it's like you... Pick your powers based on what you have, your weapon, uh, your background, some other stuff. All those die go into a dice pool or a die, dice pool, whatever the plural is. I'm trying to learn these days. You roll them. Um, certain things happen um, or can happen. And then whoever you're going against has to roll their die pool. It's an, it's an interesting concept. And I'd like to actually check it out more now that I understand how RPGs work. Um, and it's also... Um, you know, Master Universe based. So uh, with them just doing this new multiverse comic, uh, this opens up all these worlds for these different characters, either pre-made or if you want to go and make your own Master of the Universe. Yeah, uh, pretty excited when I, I think you showed me this. Um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm down to see what the system is like and, and how it plays out. And uh, to your point about the, the app thing is it's uh, teamed up with Fandom. Fandom does D&D Beyond, which is pretty uh, int- integral there uh, with how they, they have their app component. So, yep, good good stuff. 
coming out of it's a great time to be a he-man fan for sure absolutely absolutely uh next up the last of us part two they've added two new uh modes to the game uh one is called grounded difficulty and one is called permadeath mode uh these will be available on august 13th and um so it sounds like the game is going to get pretty nutty uh if you die uh, grounded is returning. Uh, is a returning hardest difficulty mode featured in the last yeah. one, um, where it strips away all your key elements of the players, severely reduced resource availability, and so on and so on. So, yes, it's it. You know, you're playing in a much more real world than coming back to your your previous save point. Uh, well, permadeath. Well, <laughs> sounds like you're gonna die. Self-explanatory. Yep. <laughs> and I, you know, in a video game like that, well. After my first playthrough, that might be an actually uh, kind of a cool playthrough to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Stakes are high, my friend. That's it. That's it, That's it man. Yeah, I'm, uh, hey, I got to finish the, the actual game first before I start thinking about permadeathing myself. But um, I'm still, it's cool that you, you get that option and replayability, and that's pretty awesome. Absolutely. And um, so the other day, uh, something leaked online. We're not sure if it's real or not, but uh, I believe a certain vendor somewhere, I think it was in Europe somewhere, uh, posted a pricing for the PS5. Uh, it was quickly taken down, of course. Uh, this is, it's been calculated. It's putting it PS5 at about 500 uh, US dollars for the disc version and about $100 less for the digital version. Uh, but nothing official as of yet as we all kind of just sit here and um quiver in in anticipation (laughs) (laughs) yeah honestly that's about how much money i thought it was going to cost i think ps4 was 500 dollars at first so this doesn't shock me and in fact it completely aligns with the way that i thought it was going to be so I'm fully prepared to pay that amount of money this holiday season. <laughs> I'm ready right now. Yup. Yup. Cool. Do so you know what time it is? You know what, Chris? I do know what time it is. It's pursuit of plastic time. Oh. <laughs> All right. So, uh, E-Man is the topic of the hour. Maybe it should have been the title of the episode. Maybe we'll figure that out <laughs> later. Uh, <laughs> but Towelites of the Universe. Oh, my gosh. I think it just did it. Um, anyhow, so much stuff was revealed at PowerCon. Unfortunately, it was um, not – we weren't able to go in person. I actually have been meaning to go now that I'm in California. Sivich yeah. reached out to me this year. was like, can we, can we do that? Do you want to go? I said, I don't know. And then, of course, this happened. So hopefully in the future – we can make our way to Eternia and, um, you know, bathe in the glory of Castle Grayskull. But for this year, we got to deal with these internet reveals, um, and they were great. Um, from Legends of Grayskull to a ton of toys, you know, all new, a bunch of new uh, Master Universe origins, um, you know, like Highlight Stratos, Roboto, uh, Panthor is coming, the Land Shark, um, and the fan choice uh, Triclops. Uh, so, there's a lot of there's a lot of new figures coming. You know they won't. Um, these aren't going to stop. Uh, just I hope that the distribution gets better and the scalpers get out. You know get tired of it and 
um, people can get these in their hands. Um, also, more Eternia minis were announced. Uh, I actually didn't really know about these. I thought they were all WWE ones, um, but Seavage the other day told me, no, there's actually like the ones that come in the Great Skull um, castle, and they're like, you know, stylized miniature figures. And I think those are really cool, but I collect ones that are like one sixth scale, so I don't need anything new to get into. Yeah, I, he showed me them. I, I went over there last night. Um, they're fine. If you're into that sort of thing, they look really mutated. Like their arms are like really jacked and their heads are really small. And it's not something I'm into, but for, per, I will say probably 10, 15 years ago, I did buy a lot of little collectible type figure things. It's just, you know, I've gotten older and moved on from that. But um, for everyone else who hasn't, go right at it. It's a, it's a cool little thing, and uh, they're only $5. I mean, the price points on these things, it's insane, to be quite honest with you. I really thought that everything was going to be, I don't know, $20, and like some of the things are, but like the Sky Sled with Prince Adam is like $25. Bucks. Like it's, a, it's, a, it's crazy to me like how cheap these things are. And the figures are thirteen ninety nine, which is insane. So, oh, great time to be a time to be a heat man. <laughs> you know, it's it's. I'm just gonna say this. It was when Meta Collector stopped. It was sad because it was like what was gonna happen, and then Super Seven babysat the line for a while, and they're you know they're doing a good job still with the classics. But now Mattel has the license, and um is 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 further developing the license now that things are on netflix and it's back in the in the limelight and somehow it's got the hook like we said you know Mm -hmm. so this is great because uh we always bitch about you know like companies like hasbro they just keep raising their prices on the smaller figures like i like like i told you like these these vintage collection ones are now 15 i mean how much closer to six inch does a four inch figure have to be to be the same like it doesn't make sense to me so this is doing the right thing. This is putting figures into people's hands, putting them into, into kids' hands and collectors and all the above. So good for them. Yep. I agree the he man. <laughs> and also, Masterverse line was announced. It, it, uh, I can't even, I don't even want to think about it, uh, but it's a seven inch scale line, 30 points plus articulation, eight core characters to begin with more coming. Um, it's going to be the evolution of He Man. <laughs> also with revelation figures um so there's a lot of there's a lot of possibilities for this line with the multiverse comic out so i really feel this would be the their adult collector line where they can really just go crazy with it and it's going to be really hard for collectors to say no yeah it's it's a it's a wild time because of all the stuff that's that's coming and you know like you said the revelation line plus there's the other He-Man show, you know what I mean? That's after that too. So like, that's gonna get its own toy line. <laughs> exactly. Bananas. She-Ra Bananas. could still get stuff. They didn't really do much with it. They but... did do. Uh, there's Not something much, from right? She-Ra. Yeah. Yeah, they were like they were like Comic Con exclusive figures at the beginning, and then I didn't really They're see Power much Con after that. Exclusive. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um. And it still wasn't even that. I mean, it was $40, which is kind of nothing when you think about exclusives. But 
Uh, she'll get some stuff. I'm pretty sure. She'll get. Some I'm stuff. also pretty sure this new He-Man show will tie into that. I oh yeah. I have speculation I, on that, but that's another day. Um. Yeah. Anything else? Uh, you got your your Skeletor. I'm so happy for you. Yeah, I'm good. I'll never get another He-Man toy again. <laughs> that's, that's, <laughs> that's what I said. I said to see. I said. All I want is that Skeletor. And he didn't really say much. <laughs> he's like wanting them all. Just oh, he's like Skeletor. Listen, I give NECA a lot of shit sometimes. Um, I do because I care. <laughs> and um, I want my turtle figures. I want the scalping to stop. I want wider distribution. It doesn't mean I don't love them. And today, they did a really cool thing. Uh, so... Uh, Judith Hoegg from the original Ninja Turtles movie. She played April O'Neil. Uh, did a little takeover of their social medias. And uh, she announced that um, starting with her exclusive figure, and I guess not exclusive, but her new, f- I mean, it is exclusive, April, but yeah, yeah the April movie, uh, April movie figure is coming out next year. And it will feature a pre order that will, has promised to keep the bots out and more. And hopefully, this works and I, I don't know what else to really say because I don't know how that would really work for sites like target um, where you're putting the figures I want out, but I can't get my hands on them. Thank you for uh, my good friends like Ruben who are in you who have said, you know, if, if I'm in the store, I'll see if I have them. You're not going to the store anymore though. I, 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 <laughs> I too much, but if I saw it, I'd get it for you. I know you, you all would. <laughs> All of you out there, <clears throat> all two of you, I'm not sure. Um, but it's just, it's been really frustrating because I, I wanted to collect it and it's hard to get the, you know, your hands on things when they're just bought up mm-hmm. immediately. And um, yeah, and scout. so I'm not paying, I'm not dumb. I'm not paying that much more for something that's half the price. So. Yeah, no, uh, I watched, I watched the takeover actually. Um, you know, how like Instagram will like alert you and I just happened to. I was like, oh, well, because they tease that image of uh, the the 20, 2006 Turtles movie, the CGI movie. Yeah. Was, oh, okay, cool. They're going to do something with that today. And then it was her. And I was like, oh, well, it's April. I'll, wa- I'll watch and see what she's got to say. So, you know, it was a cool thing. And and actually, Seabridge and I were talking about last night about how uh, the April hasn't been out and splinter and it's like weird that like you gave me a six inch splinter but you didn't give me the the big splinter because you have to make a big splinter in order to make a little one makes no sense to me i understand the whole april thing as as randy has always said like licensing it's not it's women and children figures man yeah i get it but not anymore i don't feel like it that that philosophy has changed now like the demand is different than it used to be, so I think like the and not evolution of it. Will... a line, it's different, <laughs> right? I, it's just, I hope that wider distribution is in the future, and yeah. because a lot of us want these figures, but it's it's hard, especially with COVID, to get out there in the wild, yeah, and hunt them because you're not getting them online with with it's the. Hard bots. to pursue that plastic, Chris. It is. <laughs> and and when other when I can just pursue other plastic much easier, that's where the money goes. So. There you go. And speaking of things like that, um, Super Seven has 
um, signed my death warrant uh, with my <laughs> wife. Um, so thank you for <laughs> getting this Disney license and not only um, not going the general route with reaction or anything like that, you're doing full out Ultimates line with accessories like no other. <laughs> Uh, like head scale sculpts that like portray the most iconic parts of the movies and they're like sidekicks. I mean, and this first wave is weird. It's, it's amazing. You got Prince John with hiss and you got Pinocchio with Jimmy and cricket and you got sorcerer Mickey with, with, with the broom. It's like all of it. It's, it's, it's magic just like Disney is. And it's, uh, it's maddening at the same time. It's expensive. That's exactly. Uh, you know, forty dollars a fig plus seventeen dollars in shipping. It's very effing expensive. Uh, that being said, I want them so bad, and I'm mad at them for for making me want that. I got Prince John shipped for thirty eight bucks. Oh, really? From where? With my affiliate credit. From oh, okay. yeah. That's I saved it. I was like, I'm gonna save it and save it and save it. Yeah. And well, that's very that specific was, for you. Exactly. And I'm not buying the other ones. It's like, I'll get this Prince John because when else is this gonna happen? And when that Robin Hood comes out, that's it. You know. So it's called control, control. <laughs> so, um, and then last up today, uh. Umbrella Academy is is fresh on Netflix, and so Boss Studios is going to be making action figures from the TV show. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Good. About there. time. Right. If you watch well, I mean, because it's been with Dark Horse, and they really only make statues, so it's, it is about time, actually. That's cool. Did you watch, did you watch the new season? Um, and like, episode two. No, I haven't even started. I gotta yeah. finish Stargirl. That's it for the pursuit of plastic. But there is one little thing we need to talk about: the pursuit of plastic, and that's the Kickstarter that we need to keep reminding you guys about. Uh, we've got some exciting things coming. Uh, we've just got some new artwork in. Uh, we're excited. You should be excited. Um, I know RJ's excited. So we're all excited yeah. here. We're all excited. Uh, yeah. So. You know, we could we could probably start teasing some of that stuff out soon. Uh, maybe by the time you hear this, uh, we'll we'll leak some images um, because we do need to launch the Kickstarter pretty soon, actually, uh, because we're almost done with the art. So anyway, that's on us. But we'll 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 tease out some images for you guys, uh, get you hyped up, maybe get on the uh, the pre-launch page uh, for the Kickstarter. Uh, so you can start getting informed when it drops and be one of the first people to uh, support it. But um, yeah, another DFAT Comics creation, and we're super, super excited about it. So, Crystal, where can you find us? Uh, we are at a little website called don'tforgetatowel.com uh, and also on the social medias, uh, Facebook, Instagrams, and sometimes the Twitters if it works. <laughs> yeah, it's... Uh, should be better about Twitter. We're on there, guys. We just, whatever. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I want to say thanks, everybody. Like, you know, last episode we talked about eight eight years uh, in the making uh, over here at DFAT. And uh, 
we're going to reach 42 and then we give up. But, um, so, <laughs> cause that is the answer to life, love and everything in the universe. So, um, uh, this is Casey saying thank you. And, uh, don't forget a towel. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even have to say anything. 